Welcome back to Let's Talk Jack. This is a huge milestone for our podcast, 100 episodes. Some of you might remember and maybe even watched our very first episode that aired back on January 18th of 2022. That's so crazy. When we started as we started this as a way to connect with all of our amazing team across all of our locations, and it's grown into an amazing community and a staple for Jack Cooper. We currently have close to 700 YouTube followers, and we've invited approximately 224 guests to join us in interviews and fun topics. That's a lot. It's crazy. (laughs) Yes. We would love to have you join in and follow along if you haven't subscribed yet. You're missing out, obviously. I mean, we have a good time. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> well, so in honor of our part um podcast and our, we decided to go through all previous 99 episodes today. Well, we thought Yay! about it. <laughs> That's a great idea. Yeah. Sit back, Every relax, single. get some popcorn. Yeah. <laughs> oh, just kidding, guys. Um and while we're uh, you know it's like, you know, slowly going through every single one of these episodes down memory lane would be um, really fun. I mean, who doesn't enjoy montage? Um, but we thought it might be better to just highlight uh, some of our, um, some special episodes. So each of us are going to pick an episode that has a particularly deep meaning to us, and we're going to talk about it. So Jenny, would you start off um, with sharing about your one of your mo- more special episodes? Yeah, I, of course, enjoyed all 99, um, <laughs> but the one that really sticks out in my mind is the 2023 April Fool's podcast, which is episode 63, if you'd like to go back and check it out. Um, we actually did a flipperoo and had David Blank interview our hosts, Lauren and Lindley. Welcome back. Let's talk Jack. Pin your decks and tighten those chains because today's show is going to be one wild ride. I'm your host, David Blank, filling in for Lindley Davis and Lauren Canterbury. I would like to welcome our guest. And he was hilarious. I don't know (laughs) how he kept a straight face. And hey, I would like to give a thanks the size of the trail mix pack that came in the welcome back to work from COVID kits for your time. (laughs) Thank you. That's just because that's what he does to us every time he talks to us. Like, that's just how he is. <laughs> yeah. He kind of reminded me, this might be, of like Dwight from The Office. <laughs> yes. So yeah. I'm turning the rain to you and all of the sunshine you can absorb. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so serious. You'd probably yes, appreciate I- that reference. <laughs> <laughs> I just love the idea of a funny, ask the hard, ridiculous questions. I mean, he comes out the gate with a bomb of a question. So, so if you want, Lindley, to- let's dive right in. Who is your least favorite terminal manager? <laughs> so, if you want to know the answer to that one, make sure you check it out. That was um, like. And- I was not ready. <laughs> I think it was obvious I was not ready. <laughs> no, your face was like, what What was the question? <laughs> I think was your initial response. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was fun to have our, our hosts in the hot seat with a Jack Cooper employee kind of just asking those fun questions. Yeah. Um, I got really intrigued about the wall of chewed gum. Little is known about Seattle other than... Coffee and a disgusting wall of chewing gum. 
mm-hmm. in Seattle. In yes. fact, so much so that I looked up pictures and it is, that's top notch right there. <laughs> Yummy. <It's> unique. <laughs> Who started that? Before I was born, it's been there. It's the staple of Seattle, right next to Pike Place. That's wild. But then the mention of uh, hot dogs being a sandwich um, from this was Lauren's part of the interview. Mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. Lindley, how's the guitar playing coming along? Oh the... yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, I think that I think the crowd is still waiting for a concert. But... Oh gosh. <laughs> Until then, I really enjoyed the episode. I giggled through the whole thing. I love that it showed that our team can be lighthearted and just have a good time. Yeah, for sure. I agree. That was one of my favorites as well. I was not prepared to be (laughs) on the receiving end of questions for sure. Um, Guitar playing is going well, Jenny, and no concerts have been booked yet, but you know. We'll get you an open mic night. Don't worry. We'll see. Yeah, that would be great. That'd be great. But so that wasn't my favorite. I didn't pick that one, even though it was one of the tops. It was really hard to pick. But the one that I picked to highlight is actually the barbecue showdown. Welcome back to Let's Talk Jack. Ready your grills because barbecue season is right around the corner. In this episode, we are meeting some team members who take barbecuing to the next level. Which I think was episode 66, um, if I remember correctly. But it was it was phenomenal. So we had Gary McCarty, Haley Daughtry, and Kevin Spencer on the call with us. And they were able to share all of their barbecue skills and even talked about like barbecue contest, barbecuing, barbecue showdown. I don't know what you call it, but it, <laughs> it made was, me hungry. <clears throat> you know that. Yeah, yeah, it was fascinating. I had no idea that it was as popular as it was, like to have competitions. Yeah. So my husband and I, um, our, our barbecue team is breaking slabs barbecue, um, named after breaking bad. Um, (laughs) So our, our first competition was August of 2020. Um, and we've just been increasing the number of comps every year. Uh, this year, I think we have 13 to 15 on the schedule. What? All over the U S we, we compete with Kansas City barbecue society. It's the largest sanctioning body and they have comps um, in every state and even overseas. Um, and all of the work that went into it, that goes into yeah. it. And like all it made me want to do is eat barbecue, first of all, which I wish we could have had like a live tasting or something. We need I to know. Yeah, Next time. time. That would have been yeah. really great. But I smell a vision too. Yes. Smell a vision. That would be phenomenal. Yeah. But to hear like their stories and how they did that. And I think most of all, it was just really cool to see people's like passions and personalities outside of work and it was really cool to kind of just see a different side of people and learn something new that had no idea and um you know how people spend their time outside of work one of those ways is competing in barbecue yeah contests (laughs) so it was so cool and they were so open to sharing pictures and just their perspective and it wouldn't have been um, an episode without them. So um, it was, it was really great. That was, that was one of my great memories of, of, of our last 99 episodes. 
and we're still waiting to to get the secret recipes. You know, yeah. they all of them have a secret recipe. It's like, yeah, I don't know why they haven't sent it yet. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's, no, that's shocking that they yeah. haven't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll have to get back with them. Uh, well, that reminds me of one of the things I like most about Let's Talk Jack. Um, I had a hard time choosing because part of me really loved doing the Halloween episode from 2023. It was really fun um, to dress up and just to talk about some traditions. But the more I thought about it, the more I it reminded me of what I really love about um, Let's Talk Jack is how you get to know um, just kind of how the team members work, how we all work um, together to support each other in ways that are often unseen. Um, and we we don't even we can't even quite fathom until you start talking to someone about like, wow, you really you really are an integral part of the company. So I really, I chose um, the IT episode we just did in 2023, which was part two. As we near the end of 2023, we like to take a minute and spotlight different departments and look back at all that we've accomplished and that they've accomplished as well as see what everyone is working on for 2024. This week, we are so excited to have with us the VP of IT, Delivery and Execution, Lisa Minen Dirksen. Thanks guys, I'm glad to be here. One of the projects when we brought our more terminals on and just how integral IT was in every phase of that step from the HR onboarding to setting up payroll, um, just even to in- inventory. And I hadn't really thought about, you know, a lot of times when you think IT, you you are thinking just your computer right? <laughs> or, you know, maybe maybe a little bit past that. But when to hear um, Lisa just kind of talk about just how how much um, that process was integral in knowing that so many other departments had um, contributed to that mm-hmm. project in different ways. And it just really, um, it made me uh, just excited to be a part of Jack Cooper, just, um, but just also thankful of, we, even if you don't know that someone is supporting you, they're supporting you. You yeah, know, even sure. if you've never met them, they're supporting you. And just, it really just reminded me just how Jack Cooper is a great place to just just to be just because and to work and just to be a part of because we are all constantly working to support one another and to support our customers and and so that's just it's just a continual um process of like hey what can we do for one another and how can we make that better for our customers whether that's external or internal so if we see something or more importantly people coming to us and they sometimes phrase it as a problem what they're really saying is, hey, I have an idea of a better way of doing this mm-hmm. and taking all of that in so that we can work together for what's the better way of Amanda doing her job that then supports what Sarah might come up with as a next goal for the organization. And, you know, it's kind of silly, but also very true the best ideas that we have as an IT department come from the people who are doing the jobs every single day. Yeah. Lisa did a great job on that episode. It was great to learn and, and give a spotlight to them too on her, her and her team. So. All right, Lauren. We learned, we learned that, um, what is it? Die Hard is actually a Hanukkah movie. I never knew that perspective yes! before. Then I saw a really persuasive argument that it's truly a Hanukkah movie. Because it's all about like taking back a fort and like how it wasn't supposed to happen. And like, it was a really persuasive Die Hard is a Hanukkah movie. That was really cool too. I was like, I went like Google that and like talk to my husband about it. That was really funny. That was a good part of it too. Lauren, we all want to know you're the last drum roll. Was your favorite? Oh gosh. You know, there's so many funny episodes 
there's so many lighthearted, there's so many even serious ones that we've done over the, over the last couple of years. Um, and I, I feel like as much as I enjoy the lighthearted ones, I think the one that's has stuck with me the most was the Memorial Day one that we did back oh, in yeah. actually our 19th episode that we that we released uh, for Let's Talk Jack. So back in April or sorry, May of 22. Welcome back to another very special episode of Let's Talk Jack. For some of us, Memorial Day signals the start of summer, the time to warm up our grills and fly an American flag. But there is a much deeper meaning for this holiday, a meaning that gives me a great greater appreciation for all the things that we can take for granted. Uh, Memorial Day. Uh, this, this group we met uh, with, we had uh, Ryan Fernandez was is, was at the time a terminal manager of Avon Lake. We had Paul Johnson, who was a car hauler for Avon Lake, and Matt Abel, uh, who was the VP of process engineering at the time. And between, uh, you know, the three of them, there was over 50 years of military mm -hmm. service. Mm -hmm. And it was just incredible hearing each of them talking about, you know, Ryan is still currently serving and I think he's in his 18th year now. Mm -hmm. um, and it, he, hearing him talk about the um, how he manages to how he managed to to run the terminal and still be an active service member and some of the challenges he faced with that and it's sometimes difficult uh some sometimes i get called up to do a very very uh complex things i have to go do within the country or i have to go outside the country uh stepping away and the connection to the terminal and everything else, all the operations, it, it, it gets difficult, but it's easily um, manageable. And then listening to Paul talk about his 32 years of service and how he, tra what transitioning was like for him, because he actually transitioned, you know, 32 years of, of military service. That's a career. Oh, yeah. That's and he transitioned yeah. in 2017 to being a car hauler mm -hmm. and hearing about how that transition happened. And um, it was, I hope that that helps inspire others to, to feel like, Hey, I can transition into it. Cause it's gotta be scary making right. that change. And so from my point of view, uh, planning is, is a key for your civilian career. If, even mm -hmm. if you've if already transitioned or even if you're looking to transition uh, you want to make sure that you like what you're doing uh, you want to make sure that uh, you research the company that you're you're interested in in going into and and see what other opportunities that the uh, company might have that you'd be interested in possibly moving up rather than just getting stagnant and then trying to figure out where to go at that point. Uh, and secondly, use your uh, your VA benefits, any kind of veteran veteran benefits that are out there will come in handy, even if you don't think they will now. Uh, they certainly will. And if you have like if you have issues down the road, don't feel like you sh couldn't go and, and talk to a, a VA representative to kind of give you ideas on which you can still succeed. I thought that was wonderful to get his story. And then Matt Abel talked about his seven years of uh, military service where he graduated from West Point and how that leadership that he gained 
at West Point has helped him in his career today. So just- you know, when I was in high school, I, I, I wanted to be challenged and I knew I wanted to do something that was you know, bigger than myself. You know, people are just critical to mission accomplishment. So I, I don't know if it's the, the Navy or the Marines, but they talk about people first, mission always. And I think that's a lesson that's that very easy to translate and, and really crucial for success um, outside of uh, the Department of Defense. Um, another thing is, you know, getting the mission done is very important. As an aviation officer, we supported the infantry and wherever the ground commander had to get, plus or minus 30 seconds, plus or minus 50 meters, we had to be on time, on target to move the ground unit around. And that's important. It was, you know, life could be on the line if you didn't do that. Uh, same here. I mean, my customers uh, internally in the company and outside are our number one priority. So making sure that, that Ryan and Paul are happy and, and getting work done and making sure that we can haul units for Ford and GM, um, that is absolutely critical to our company's success. It was wonderful to really hear their story and be able to share that more serious, have that more serious conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, and there there have been other episodes as well that we've highlighted our, our military and, our, and armed forces. And mm-hmm. it is, it's just wonderful to be able to, to honor them in that way. Yeah. And the other, um, you know, we were able to also do a, Memorial Day podcast on the Nat channel as well mm-hmm. with with um, Nat employees and that one was really special and yeah. they were very open about um, just the memories of of serving but also the impact of that community as it grows and um, so it was that was a really both of those were were very special to be on and and an honor to be just a witness of the conversation and and to to talk through that. So I agree. Those were some top ones too. I think like there's hard to pick one favorite, but I think that was a great one too. That was so good. But I think all of our, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say both made me cry. Yes. hundred percent. We were both like, okay, okay. (laughs) (laughs) But I think out of all of the ones that we've named and all of the ones you can see on our channel too, um, it, I love that we're able to highlight, you know, the work that people do in Jack Cooper and the importance of of the team members that make up the team of Jack Cooper, um, but also talk about things that are maybe more lighthearted and and outside of work and just and brings that um, that aspect to the people of that that make up our team. So um, the hot take section also, well, I think we started with lightning round and it's moved over to to hot takes and who knows what's next. I think we might have to like, you know, do a new segment at the end, but that's also a really fun one too, to do with everybody. Yeah. Um, and before we get to the lighter note, I wanted to give a shout out to some yeah. other dogs that we have on our team, um, to Katie Helton, our editor and Rachel Chance, who is everything and more. <laughs> Very true. Oh yeah. Yes, um, this would not happen without them. This isn't just the people on the screen and all of our guests yeah. too, because yes, like Absolutely. people get sick of hearing us talk <laughs> <laughs> every time. <Yes>. So <laughs> that's why we yeah. invite our guests. So yes, other people so please talk. sign up to be part of more shows. Please, thank you. <laughs> please. Yeah, it's been a it's been a lot of love going into Jack Cooper to make a hundred episodes happen. Yes, and now we're going to jump into some hot takes. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to start by asking Lindley. Okay, I'm ready. Reba McIntyre 
is the goat of country music. Oh my gosh. I'm sorry, but did you guys watch that uh, American National Anthem? It was. It was good. <laughs> I, I don't. I think she might be re- have been replaced. I don't think she's the goat anymore. I think she once was. And she's like a Hall yep. of Famer, for sure. Yes. But I think she could be replaced by Faith Hill, Carrie Underwood. Ooh, Carrie Underwood's a solid pick. Yes. Like, there's some people, Martina McBride. There's a lot of, like, solid female country stars. I don't I think... I mean, do you consider Dolly Parton a country star? For sure, Dolly Parton. I was like, Honestly, I, I think gotta Dolly go Dolly Parton all the way. <laughs> yeah, I that's a great... So that's actually a good call. So I disagree. Not to say to take away from I do her like status, but... <laughs> Yeah, I think that there's other people that would probably take that. And I think Dolly probably wins across all. Yeah, it's Dolly. It's Dolly. I think I could just listen to Reba talk. Yes. <laughs> Can you yeah. narrate my life for me? <laughs> I know. I know. She did great. I totally that. see That's her awesome. narrating. That would be fun to have a life narrator. Maybe you know, she'll come on the show. Look like, into that. Anyone have a connection? We could get her to come on and. Yeah. Maybe the red hair can connect those and be like, hey. Yeah. They're both Midwesterners. Yeah. Red hair. There we go. Totally. You're like Biff's. <laughs> All right. Well, that brings me to Lauren. Lauren, Ooh. would you rather have a day at Disney or a day at the beach? I will Disney. Disney. <laughs> this is a this was a who would you rather? Okay. I realize that now. So hot take. A day at the beach is better than a day at Disney. Well, I would say Disney is better. However, I think I could um, visit the beach more frequently and still meet all of my financial commitments. So (laughs) (laughs) so I think Disney would be ideal, but with um, uh, in in moderation, whereas you could enjoy the beach as much as you want um, and not be you know, limited. So I would say <laughs> Disney would be is better than the beach, but I'll take I feel like she's thought beach. about this before. No, I have not. <laughs> I feel like the HR team is also very um pro Disney. Yes, hundred percent. I mean I can we move I, there? It's fine. Yes. 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 That'd be great. Okay, so I think it's my turn, Amanda. I kind of did a would you rather too. So okay, um, ask away. I'm gonna make you choose between Ooh. holidays. Oh, would you kidding. rather Ooh. celebrate? I know where this is going. Halloween or Groundhog's Day? I knew that's what you were gonna say. <laughs> you only celebrate one. Which one is it gonna be? Oh, okay. I'm going to celebrate Halloween. By dressing up only as Groundhog Day characters. <laughs> okay, that was a nice loophole. I, and that's, I that. love loopholes because I I don't like to choose. I like I realize that and like if I'm you Halloween decorating, all the time, I like to have it all. Yeah, if you celebrate Halloween all the time, it's its own Groundhog's Day. So it's kind of like you could do both that way. I like it, and oh, you could decorate so the blow up groundhog. Yes, with a witch hat. Yeah, guys, we go. have a lot of plans for that. It's just. <laughs> um, I'm telling you, we we brainstorm about what we want to do all the time. I actually have great plans of uh, maybe one day down the line having a real groundhog. Oh, wow. Uh, I think I got some of those in my backyard. I'll catch one for you. Um, I would would not cry about that. I would love it. All right. So, Jenny, we saved the best for last. Um, (laughs) I'm nervous for Jenny. All right. So. 
Instagram would be the most difficult social media platform to give up. No, oh. I don't really know how to work Instagram. <laughs> um, the So Facebook is my generation. Um, I actually, before Facebook, before like anybody could get on it, you actually had to have a college email yes, to be in Facebook. So I actually qualified that before it was open to public, I had a Facebook yeah. page. And then you had the OG. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then they opened it up to everybody. And I was like, well, what is this? This is not exclusive anymore. <laughs> And now I remember middle school. I couldn't get it. <laughs> but like my daughter, who is she'll be 21 this year, she gravitates towards Instagram and mm -hmm. doesn't love Facebook. So if you ask the generations now, they say that Facebook's for the old folks. <laughs> <laughs> well, Instagram is where it's at because you don't have to read everybody's opinion, it's just pictures. So yeah. it's more eye soothing i suppose like caption so, pictures i guess but i know how to post on instagram and most of my instagram posting is because it can link to facebook so it posts <laughs> to both of them at the same time just uh, through facebook so, you don't even have to go on it <laughs> no like i'm not if you went to my instagram page i don't even know what's on there to be honest with you that's hilarious that's awesome so i could if it disappeared i probably wouldn't notice just like i didn't really notice that twitter changed to x <laughs> oh yeah i didn't notice that either <laughs> that so, took me a while to yeah, get well there. when i was listening to the april fool's podcast david asks what you guys would get kicked off of twitter for and i was like oh it's not even that anymore and oh, that podcast wasn't too long that. ago that's right. that is so funny i don't even remember what our answers were i need to go back oh uh, we it. said we wouldn't get kicked off because we would be very appropriate well that's <laughs> great i think that's a great <laughs> answer i'm glad that's what we <laughs> yeah that's well actually lauren first oh, no. said for inactivity because she doesn't have it <laughs> oh yes yes yeah, yeah. that's a good not answer. using it already. yeah yeah, not using it. But oh, then God. she pulled the HR card and was like, "We're part of HR. We would not mm -hmm. get caught." Yeah, <laughs> we plead the fifth. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, those sure. were really good answers uh, to Jenny and to everyone. That was really that was a fun hot takes round. Um, but really, we want to say thank you to everyone who's been a part of this Jack Cooper or Jack Cooper, this Let's Talk Jack journey with us. Um, you know, we truly appreciate being a part of of this whole um you know what started out as a podcast and has like grown into youtube and being able to interview so many people like it's just wonderful to be a part of it and to share people's stories and learn and grow together here at jack cooper it's just been wonderful the last couple of years yeah and if you've been with us for all 100 episodes i'm impressed <laughs> or if this is your first time tuning in welcome um we're thankful for everyone who has shared with us and who embodies the values of jack cooper each day and we hope you will join us for the next 100 episodes and as always the most important stop is home and we'll see you next time see you next time on let's time. talk on let's talk jack Should we try that last line all together? And as always, the most important stop is home. So we'll see you next time on um, Let's, Let's Talk, Talk Jack. Jack. <laughs> Let's try that one more time.
<laughs> I feel like no, we should I think post we got it. it. Are we laughing, doing it on the on? Or are we doing it on the let? <laughs> oh. And as always, the most important stop is home. So we'll see you next time on Let's, Let's Talk Jack. Oh, I'm saying it too fast. That was good. That was, I, think, that was... I think it was the best one yet. Yeah. Okay, well, I think I ruined it then. You did. <laughs> I did. I'm so sorry. All right. Ten times the charm, guys. Okay. <laughs> and as always, the most important stop is home. So we'll see you next time on Let's, Let's Talk, Talk Jack. <laughs> we should just play all of them just to be funny. Oh, <laughs> could, yeah. my gosh. Oh, oh, that's so funny. Yeah, it's our outtakes. See, we didn't have to go back and do outtakes because we got I know. Them. We just got them here. <laughs> just-